0: time, that the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart, the hearing and understanding of those present would be acceptable in your sight, now and forevermore. Amen. So as we're entering into our season of Advent, a time of anticipation, we are looking forward to Christmas coming. And we do that in a lot of different ways. We've um, Probably most of us have some decorations out at some point. We don't have ours up yet, um, but we did get a new tree. We got a new tree, which we had to do because we threw the tree away last year. It was sad. It was an old tree, but now we have a new one. And the thing... The thing Robin likes about it is it's it's narrow. At least she likes that right now. Um, we got a new couch this past year and it's much bigger than we thought it was going to be. So we don't have room for a huge tree. So we've got one that's kind of, kind of narrow at the bottom. The thing I like about it is it's pre-lit. That's one of the things I like about these modern Christmases is the pre-lit trees. Um, I hate to admit it as a pastor, but, you know, putting up the Christmas tree for me used to be the day that I did the most cussing because I really didn't like those lights, putting the lights on the tree. I'm so happy that they're there now. But what I would like to speak about this Advent season is some of the reasons that Jesus came. Now hopefully we 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 all under, we well it's Christmas time. I'm going to jump ahead, you know, Easter spoilers. Jesus came the the big reason Jesus came was to die on the cross to forgive our sins, to shed his blood so that we could live forever with him. But he came for more than that. He came for more than just that. Our scripture lesson today is from the Gospel of John, chapter 12, verses 37 through 46. Though he had performed so many signs before them, yet they were not believing in him. This was to fulfill the word of Isaiah the prophet, which had spoken, Lord Who has believed our report, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For the reason they could not believe, for Isaiah said again, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, so that they would not see with their eyes and perceive with their heart, and be converted, and I heal them. These things Isaiah said, because he saw the glory and he spoke of him. Nevertheless, many, even the rulers, believed in him. But because of the Pharisees, they were not confessing him for fear that they would be put out of the synagogue, for they loved the approval of men rather than the approval of God and jesus cried out and said he who believes in me does not believe in me but in him who sent me he who sees me sees the one who sent me i have come as light into the world so that everyone who believes in me will rem- will not remain in darkness If anyone hears my sayings and does not keep them, I do not judge him, for I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. He came to be a light to the world. And that's important. That's important for a lot of reasons, especially now. As we're looking at the calendar in particular, um, Christmas, as we know, comes at the end of December, where when we read the story of the birth of Jesus, we understand that it it probably happened in the springtime, because the shepherds wouldn't be out at night with their flocks in the winter. But in the springtime, they would be. But then we have scheduling issues with Easter, don't we? So we try to spread them out a little bit. But this is a good time to have Christmas and to remember that Jesus is the light because it's so dark. Isn't it? I mean, that's one of the reasons. One of the marvelous things about this, about this season is all the lights we've, we've got extra candles going uh, in our Christian celebration. We've got the lights on the Christmas tree pre-lit. Hooray! There was a there was a time a few years ago where down in Pittsburgh they decided to uh, change the name of the season to to Sparkle Season because hey we've got all these sparkly lights. There are, every religion has a major holiday this time of year that involves candles in particular, but involves light because it's so dark outside. The days are getting shorter, which means the nights are getting longer and they're dark and they're cold and the wolves are out there. It's, it's a dark time. And we need this light in the darkness. When we go back in the Bible, to the very beginning, God had to create light to chase the darkness away. Darkness was the the, the original. Thing. everything was dark and then God had to create the light so that well eventually when he created us we could see but we recognize the darkness as kind of a form of chaos it's, it's, it's because none of us can really see well in the dark at least without assistance Human beings don't tend to roam around in the darkness. In fact, we often blame the darkness or we blame the night for a lot of misfortunes and different kinds of unpleasantries that are going on. So we need the light. We're celebrating the fact that the days are... Gonna get longer. And there's going to be more light. We're, we're making it through the darkness. This time, just as we always have before. But Jesus reminds us that He has come to be a light. He has come to shine in the darkness. And you know, it's not only the darkness of night, but the fact is, the world itself is getting darker. Isn't it? I try to avoid the news because it's dark out there. And we're in a time where we need that kind of light. Not like the physical light that attacks the darkness of night, but the the kind of light that attacks the darkness that's just going on in the world around us right now. And it's all around the world, this darkness. And that's the kind of darkness that Jesus, the light, has come to chase away perhaps the darkness that is upon ourselves again it's a it's a time of year where we struggle don't we I mean we're so we're supposed to be festive and we're supposed to be celebrating because Christmas time is coming but For some of us, it's not a happy, festive time of year. We may have loved ones that we have lost very close to this time of year, and this time of year in particular reminds us, reminds us of what we have lost, reminds us of what is past, And it's not just the fact that it happened at this time of year because we've all had losses like that, but it seems to be more noticeable at this time of year. There was a young man I was speaking to the other day who just wanted somebody to talk to and somebody to pray with for a little while because he was having difficulty with the fact that it's, it's coming up on the one-year anniversary of his mother's death. About a year ago, his mother had committed suicide. On the five-year anniversary of his brother's death, because she couldn't continue. And he is having this same struggle. It's not just the darkness and the cold outside. It's not just the darkness and the cold in the news. But there's like a darkness and a heaviness and a coldness weighing him down. We prayed together and we, we spoke of the light that is Jesus. We spoke of the light that shines through the darkness. Jesus has come for us to be that light. And as Christians, part of our job is to continue that light. We are meant to shine in the darkness. Maybe not the darkness that is night. Maybe not the cold that is night. But the darkness in the world. And we may not have a huge reach. But we have some. There are people around us. Aren't there? Who are stuck in darkness. There are people around us who need to see light. And hopefully they can see that light through us. Our first candle is the candle of hope. And it's that kind of hope that is the light. Not not the wishful thinking kind of hope. As we, as we think about hope, we tend to think of wishful thinking, but this is the kind of hope that's a, a, a knowing that it's going to get better. As we, as we look at this season, sure, it's, it's getting dark and it's getting cold, but you know what? It does that every year. We're about to have our first major snowfall. I'm not sure when it ex- exactly it's going to be. And I think most of y'all are lucky you're not going to have to be out driving in it. But I know that morning when I get up and leave the house at 6 o'clock in the morning, everybody's going to be out there driving like they've never seen snow before. It happened last year. It happened the year before that. And I know not all of those people just moved here from the South. We've got this hope, don't we? Not just a wishful thinking that things are going to get better, but we know things are going to get better because they always have before. We've always made it out of this dark season. We have the light that is Christ to guide us. We have the light that is one another to guide us as well. We can be that beacon of hope to the people around us. To show that little bit of light, at least that little bit of light in the darkness. That is around us. And again, knowing that Christ came and gave his life for us so that we could be with him one day. There is the hope in that. There is the light in that. Knowing at that point, it will never be dark again.
1: And walk on your this
0: program has been copyrighted under the Creative Commons attributes, non-commercial,
1: share alike license. By the we do your way. If you would
0: like to contact Colin, please it's feel free to email colinroberts412
1: at gmail.com. this service
0: is over, your service may now begin. As we go from this place, let us be reminded in the darkness that Jesus Christ is the light and that we are meant to reflect his light in that darkness. Amen.